Okay, well, welcome, everybody. This is Lori Rubenstein, and this is the fifth monthly support class for the Forgiveness Monthly Support. What we're going to be talking about tonight is about finding the gifts, finding the gifts in forgiveness. So I want to go through quickly the four steps in the Living with Forgiveness process, and then what we're going to do today is we're going to concentrate on step number three. So the four steps are, number one, acceptance plus acknowledgement of what it was that happened. Step two is taking personal responsibility for your part in the situation or if you didn't really have a part in the situation, it's really about then taking responsibility for how you respond or react or feel about the situation. Step three is the gifts or the lessons that you learn. And then step four is the piece about gratitude. And that is basically living your life from a place of thankfulness, of gratitude for everything that you do have. You know, it's sort of that whole idea of looking at life through the glass that's half full rather than half empty. Today what we're going to really concentrate on are the gifts or the lessons. And when I think about the gifts and the lessons, like why is that part of the forgiveness process? Why is that important? When I think about that, I call it in my mind the turnaround. And it's the turnaround because when we're hurt or angry or feel a sense of resentment, what we're doing is we're sort of looking at life like we're a victim or like we're trying to blame somebody else, right? And the turnaround piece of this is, wow, what did I get from this experience? You know, what did I learn? What are my gifts? And it really, literally, even turns you around like in your seat because you're seeing things from such a different perspective. I mean, wherever you are right now, if you just turn your head to the left and imagine that you only see everything that you see from turning your head to the left and then you turn your head back straight in front of you and you see something totally different and that's what I mean by perspective it's as simple as turning your head seeing something from a different perspective another analogy that I sort of use with perspectives is you know in movies at the end of a movie and you have the people kissing at the end and you have a camera that's doing this circular view all around the couple, and it takes, you know, a 360-degree view of the couple from every single side. That's what we can do with our lives. We can literally look at our lives from all these different perspectives, but we get in a habit of seeing something the same way all the time, and we have to realize it's not actually the truth. It's just out of habit that we see things the way we see them. So when we're thinking about the idea of, well, what are the gifts? You know, what are the lessons from a forgiveness or an unforgiveness and forgiving the unforgivable, whatever you want to call it, situation? I think the first step in this is really asking the question, what's getting in the way of me forgiving? You know, what is getting in the way of me seeing something from a different perspective? Because as we just saw, if it is as easy as turning your head 
to see a new perspective, it should be that way in our heads, right? We should be able to, like, click and change the way we think, but we don't. So obviously things are getting in the way. So I came up with five things that I see when I'm working with clients on a regular basis that really get in the way. And one of those is right-wrong thinking. We look at situations as though they're black and white, and something was right and something was wrong. And, you know, we all have judgments, and we all have judgments that get in the way of pure happiness. And so that right-wrong thinking stops us from being more flexible about how we see the world. So we all know people, we all know couples where one person has cheated in the couple, right? And we all know that some people say, that's it, I'm out of here, we're getting divorced, I'm done. And then we've all seen couples where they've worked through it, they forgave, and they came out the other side, literally a better, stronger couple than before that incident happened. So we know, we know factually that our belief system about the right-wrong, let's say, of cheating is actually incorrect because people have worked through it. Number two is that you think you're condoning the behavior. That's really a big one. You know, if I forgive them, I'm letting them off the hook, basically. This is when we have to remember that the truth is forgiveness is for us, not for the other person. So it's really not about condoning the behavior and saying, okay, I'm fine with it. It's really about saying, I want to forgive for myself because it's always for our own healing. That's what forgiveness is all about. Number three, and of course I know I'm going through these fast, and I can do a whole class on either one of these areas, but I am going to go through them a little bit quickly. Number three is actually not even being able to make the connection, not being able to see that what they did, what someone else did, or even what we did ourselves, is connected to the gifts in our life, to the positive behavior, the positive outcomes of this. So I think that that's really important to remember that there is always a connection and there is always a gift. It's just really up to us to find that gift. Number four is not realizing that good can, in fact, come out of something that seems so tragic. This is one of the hardest things because if you read the book, you know, you saw that forgiving the unforgivable section. You know, we're talking about somebody's child dying. We're talking about someone's parent being murdered. We're talking about someone purposely giving somebody else AIDS, you know, about somebody purposefully keeping somebody's child away from them. I mean, all these things are things that, you know, you can really get caught up in the tragic notion of these events, but there's always this gift, you know. And so if you look even in that whole section of the book, when I go through, you know, what are the gifts, I'm going through each person's story outlining what the gifts are that they themselves have found in these so-called tragic situations. And then number five is really getting stuck in blame rather than stepping into personal responsibility first. So what happens is we get so caught up in that story, you know, we tell our story and we're busy pointing our finger at the other person or if it's something that we did that we feel like we're having trouble forgiving ourselves, we're so busy blaming ourselves 
that we're not even stepping into the place of taking control of our life, you know, taking that personal responsibility. And as long as we're blaming, then we're a victim. And literally, we can be a victim of ourselves. So let's say you did something and you feel guilty about it and you keep blaming yourself. That kind of self-abuse is making you a victim. So it's like you're a victim of your own thoughts, right? And I know, I mean, a lot of you are probably shaking your head, yes, 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 because this is, in fact, what actually does happen. So I want to give you a little story for those of you, especially who've read my book. You know that I've had a lot of triggers over the years with my father. You know, in the book it even talks about when I was writing my boundary chapter of the book, I had issues with him, and my back went out, and I told myself, this was really interesting, so I told myself that I was really acting from a place of grace by not standing up to him, and I realized that that was my pattern, that was my story, you know, that I was like, he was older, so I'm going to sort of just let it go, right? Well, what I learned from this, and this is one of those gifts, right, is that I needed to speak up. I need to start speaking my truth. And, I mean, it's interesting because I have thyroid issues, so people will tell you that, you know, your throat chakra is very important to keep open on a regular basis and to speak the truth, and that if you hold it in too much all throughout your life, you can actually hurt yourself emotionally and spiritually, and thus it ends up, of course, physically also hurting you. So he was out here this last week, and so this is my big opportunity, right? I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to be doing my own work and practicing speaking up. And I have to tell you, he left today. He was here for a week. My back is great. I spoke up on a regular basis. I spoke my truth. And so little things, like I have a new car, and he was insinuating that I had to, like, sort of harass or nag my husband into buying me a new car. And the truth is that I really loved my old car, and I would have had it for another few years, but I had to get a new car because my car was totaled. You know, there was a car accident, and it was totaled. So it was like this whole thing that he made up, and usually I would have just said, like, whatever, and not said anything back to him, but I didn't. I said, I don't know why you would assume that I had to do that with my husband, you know, and this is what happened. I explained it to him just like I just explained it to you, and I felt so much better. So here I am at the end of a week with him. My back is doing great, and when he left, I really felt sad that he was leaving. I felt like we got really close. My love was able to come out. My heart was open, and this is literally the result of this forgiveness work, and that's why I wanted to share that with you because I could see as I'm teaching other people and as I'm learning and practicing this process, I'm seeing how practice is so important. You know, it really is about building that forgiveness muscle that I talk about in the book. So that is an example of how I was practicing. So I just want to quickly give you a list. When you think about your story, and so, you know, what is it that needs to be forgiven in your life? I'm going to give you a little hint here about some of the gifts and then some questions. So here's a list of possible gifts you can look at. Have you released a victim mentality? 
Did you end up finding a spiritual path? Did you become closer to loved ones? Were you able to find an inner courage or a strength that you didn't even know you had? Did you learn to trust yourself? Did you learn perhaps to be of service to others? And a lot of people do that. You know, when you have something like the loss of a child, for example, you go out and you help other people with the same loss. Did you find self-love? Did you learn how to express anger and other feelings? Did you release judgment? Maybe you found some peace through letting go of the hurt or the anger. Perhaps you're learning about your own personal triggers, what really triggers you. Maybe you learned how to create boundaries. Maybe you learned how to stop being so hard on yourself. You might have found a new appreciation for things in your life, people in your life, events in your life, or just how your life is going. And maybe you've given your path a different or a more meaningful perspective. So these are some ideas of gifts that you might realize and recognize and actually bring to your own life. And so I want to leave you with some questions to ponder. And here are the questions. How did I grow as a result of this situation? What do I now know that I didn't know before this happened? And how do I choose to be with myself today as a result of this thing happening to me? So those are some questions. So I really want you to take some time and write down, you know, what is the thing that you need to forgive and go through that four-step living with forgiveness process that's written out in the book and really concentrate, though, on the turnaround, on the gifts, on the lessons, and how is your life actually better in some ways today as a result. So I hope you enjoyed these forgiveness teachings. This is Lori Rubenstein. And for more information, you may go to www.lauriebrubenstein.com. Or for more information on the topic of forgiveness, please purchase the book, Forgiveness, colon, Heal Your Past and Find the Peace You Deserve.